Welcome to the Polar Homestead. We learn finance, permaculture and prepping. A modern view of the world. Don't forget, freedom is in your hands. Stay safe and vigilant friends. And now your host, Ralph KK. Launch in. 3, 2, 1. Let's go. Sometimes years pass by and just nothing happens during these years. But sometimes the events of years happen in days. This is the life. So last week at the same time, we got a new king, a new prime minister. All while at the same time, the economy of the United Kingdom is being decimated, it is collapsing. Not only the United Kingdom, but also Germany. Like the economy of Germany is completely destroyed because they have actually stopped the flow of gas to Europe, to Germany, to zero. Can you imagine this? Just around zero. And this is just before the winter. I mean, what are people going to do? How are people going to survive? I have no idea. Because you know, in Germany, uh, the, the, the weather can get quite cold. So it does go 
to minus, so it goes under zero. There is snow, it is cold, and uh, mostly the houses in Europe, they are not entirely made to be completely insulated. So the materials and the, the way that they are constructed, it lets some air to, to come in the house, so that kind of the house is breathing. It is uh, a different method of construction to that of uh, like uh, Nordic countries, which live live next to the um, almost next to North Pole. Yeah, so the construction of houses in in Nordic countries, the the houses they are completely insulated, so there is no breathing, so that all the heat is kept inside. So the houses in Germany they are not uh, entirely insulated, and this way uh, the houses can get cold or very cold so you need some kind of heating inside and as you might have heard there is an energy crisis in germany in all of europe so how are people going to heat up their homes i've got no idea although this year might be the the crisis of energy next year 2023 is going to be the crisis of food so this is why you want to be two three steps ahead of everybody else like this energy crisis that is unfolding right now a lot of people or many people could see it far away in the distance from back at the beginning of the year january february march Earlier this year, people already saw the coming energy crisis. And today, you can see in the distance the coming food crisis. Because this year, everything was like so chaotic, so terrible. So, there were not enough crops uh, grown. And the, the crops, they, they were not uh, plentiful there is actually much less uh, crops harvested this year than compared to previous years and that means that the supply of food is going to be much less next year so starting 2023 we will see like a, a food crisis and it will keep growing until we have crops, new crops, which are usually grown in summer. So from January till summer 2023, we will see this uh, food crisis starting to unfold. That's why the best time to prepare it is today. Buy your pasta, 100 kilograms of pasta. Pasta lasts 20 years, so you cannot lose if you buy pasta. And then start growing your potatoes. Potatoes, they give you food in a 1 to 10 ratio. So you put one potato and you can expect to get 10 potatoes in return. If you take care of your potato plant, you fertilize it, then the conditions are good. Well, uh, as I've talked uh, before about other other hacks and tricks then you should 
uh, stockpile food, but in a smart way. A way to get nutrition from long-term supplies, this is uh, by getting some seeds to germinate. So you can eat the, the germinated seeds or you can get the greens directly from the seeds. And I just don't mean, mean like uh, like seeds for plants, I'm talking about like grains. You can sprout lentils, um, chickpeas, wheat, all kinds of stuff. You can almost sprout anything that is in seed form. And if you can eat the grain like it is, then it means that you can eat the, the greens and the uh, sprouted uh, grains. And my favorite thing to sprout is usually lentils. They are like very uh, long storage food and they are usually very easy to sprout. Even after many years you can sprout lentils. And the germinated lentils, they are tasty to eat them as it is. They are they're very soft, very sweet. And they taste somewhat like lentils, somewhat, somewhat like greens. So basically you can make some kind of soup, you can drop there the, the sprouted lentils and then you will get like a lot of nutrition from this. And if you sprout the lentils and you grow some greens from the lentils, also the, 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 the greens, they will be highly nutritious. And so the trick here is that you can, you can keep these lentils for years. 5 years, 10 years, 20 years, depends how you, you are stored or in what kind of storage you put them. I mean, today is the time to prepare. If you had started preparing this year, in January, February, if every time you went to the supermarket, you bought one extra bag of food, of, of rice, of lentils, or chickpeas. If each time you went to the supermarket, you bought just one extra bag, from that time till today, like one year, you would have already got like a big supply of food, which uh, could last for a couple months, maybe years. And this would not take you any effort. So here the main idea is to prepare, to prepare today. There is no better day to start than today. Then if you're looking into long-term solutions, well, like I've been talking about this before, you need some source of protein. So you need some kind of animals. Um, if you really want to grow animals, the best thing would be rabbits. But you need some kind of space, some kind of garden, and, and the climate not to be so so cold, I would say. And if you're adventurous, you could try growing indoors some giant snails from Africa. So as I've been promising in the previous podcast to explain how to grow the snails, yeah? So basically, they are called uh, ground snails for a reason. So these giant snails from Africa, 
they they don't climb trees they don't uh, go up the trees and they don't live in at the top of the trees so they're called ground snails because they live in the ground so this means that the place keep them it doesn't need to be like a big tall aquarium so you need uh, ideally the, the space where they live to be flat so let's say one a container one meter long with let's say 30 centimeters high 25 centimeters high as they would as they i mean they would crawl around the container on the ground on the substrate they would not try to climb to the top and try to escape or whatever so mostly they're ground animals and the snails they are fairly easy to keep you just need to give them a substrate where they live mostly so they mostly like to live in dirt so you can get some black dirt at the shop you fill the the aquarium the container Okay, not aquarium, the terrarium, because it's going to be full of dirt for ground animals. So the terrarium, you fill it with uh, with black dirt, and uh, so you you try to make it something like um, the bottom of a forest. So you need some some dry leaves, some some branches, some pieces of wood, uh, some moss so that the, the snails that would go around and hide under the leaves, hide under the trunks. And you can also uh, put some seeds into the into the soil. The seeds, the, they will sprout and then greens will come out. And then the snails that will eat the, the greens, also getting some nutrition from there. So you can try to build some kind of uh, mini ecosystem. Although it is not necessary, the, the snails can just live in, in the black dirt and you can just uh, feed them vegetables. Vegetables a source of protein and they also need uh, a supplement of calcium for them to grow their shell. And the important thing here, the key thing is that the snails need a, need a constant temperature of uh, 25 Celsius and above. If it goes under 25, the, the snails, they will not feel comfortable. And it could also provoke them to go into... It would provoke them to go into hibernation. As if they think winter is coming, so they got sleep for a couple of months and then they come back when it's really hot. So in their native habitat, the, the snails, they live in climates, which is... 30 plus, 30 plus, uh, 35 plus Celsius. So it's imperative to keep the temperature above 25 Celsius if you want to be successful, if you want your snails to grow. And the cycle for snails, it is, I mean, for them to produce offspring, it is just crazy. They can produce offspring several times per year and each batch they can have dozens of little snails so growing snails is highly productive giant 
African land snails, highly productive food production for the times of apocalypse. You probably will want to go to YouTube watch watch some videos and see what these creatures are all about. But like I said, it's extremely easy. It's really really easy to grow these animals as a source of protein. So what you want to do is to have some area in your house where you can put something like a metallic shelf to to host the the terrariums. So you would you would put several terrariums or containers on this shelf so that they are growing so that they are spread to the side. So let's say uh, 25 centimeters tall, 35 centimeters tall, and then to the side, let's say from 60 to 90 centimeters, well, let's say 90 centimeters. So then you put like a metallic shelf and you can have several of these containers in a, in a house, which could be two, two meters tall, you could put maybe five containers five containers in a in a comfortable setup five containers uh, stock up on the on the metallic shelf and in each container you could have several snails depends how big they are if they are like uh, really big ones like adults but yeah actually you want to grow them from babies so snails which are like one year old they are something like let's say five to five centimeters so in one of these containers you could have a dozen snails so this is a very sustainable source of protein for the times of apocalypse probably you could try to do this as a side side project like something like a hobby and then to develop it into like industrialized production of food for your own house, for your own needs. But yeah, guys, things are getting tough. The time to prepare it is today. And next year, we will see the, the food crisis escalate. So you need to, to prepare today, not in six months, not in one year. You start preparing today you secure your food sources and then you try to survive the apocalypse. <laughs>